0: It's summertime for the Blue Jackets, but a lot of their prospects are still in postseason play. Today, we are going to check in on the second round of the CHL playoffs, see who's doing well, who's doing not so well, and who could go the distance. All of that on today's Locked on Blue Jackets. Your Locked on Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster, here to bring you new stories, uh, the good, the bad and the ugly, about your favourite team and mine, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Point of start, I want to thank everyone for making this your first listen today. every day. Locked On Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms and also over on YouTube. Like and subscribe to uh, get notified when new episodes land in your feed. Before we get started, I also want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel, official sports book partner of the Locked On Podcast Network. Make every moment more and visit fanduel.com slash locked on today to get started. So, we're talking today about playoffs. I know the Blue Jackets are not in the playoffs, but there are still, I believe, five Blue Jackets prospects that are in play over the uh, CHL playoffs the OHL, the WHL, and the QMJHL. So I thought today we would uh, take a quick look at how those guys are doing. Um, in a perfect world, I wanted to talk about the Cleveland Monsters in the playoffs, but that did not happen. They were eliminated at the weekend. Uh, the Laval Rocket, I believe, will be going to the playoffs instead of them. Which I guess better them than Belleville, right? Um, <laughs> but let's uh, let's let's jump right into it. Let's let's start off with uh, the OHL. There's only one player left in the OHL for the Blue Jackets. Um, Cameron Butler's uh, Oshawa Generals were knocked out in five games versus the Ottawa Sixty-Sevens. But Luca Del Balbaluz is still alive with the Sarnia Sting. Uh, they are up two nothing on the series, and uh, Luca Del Balbaluz seems to be having a pretty good postseason. Uh, he is currently sitting on nine points in eight games for the sting. Um that's pretty, pretty good in my uh in my opinion. Um he's t- he is eighteenth in scoring on uh, elite prospect, but there's a bunch of guys that are kind of tied with 11 and 10 and 9 points. So you know um if we try and very quickly do the math, I believe he is tied for four, five, six, seven, tied for eighth in playoff scoring. Um he's tied for third on the team in scoring um and I believe the two guys that are beating him are in fact his line mates so that's always fun four goals five assists and like I said Sarnia is up to nothing on uh the Saginaw spirit their next game is going to be tonight and uh, we'll see we'll see how it goes um like I said, Lucas Alba Blues doing uh, doing well for himself, and I believe he uh, scored the game winning goal in the two in game two. He did in fact score the game winner. Um, it was two uh, one in overtime. Lucas Alba Blues scores his fourth of the series, uh, his fourth of the playoffs um, on the power play. Game winning goal in overtime. You uh, you love to see it uh, for the. First game, it was a 3 0 win for Sanya, also. And uh, Luca Del Bell Beluz did not score a goal, but did appear on the score sheet. He had uh, an assist on the 3 nothing goal. So, two two games. It'll be interesting to see what happens in game three tonight. I think it'd be a, sh- a mistake to underestimate Saginaw, but Sanya is looking pretty, pretty strong. Uh, they might be my pick to uh, to come out of the, I guess, the Eastern? No, the Western Conference of the, um, the OHL. The, 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 the bracket is backwards here, but Lucas Alba Blues having an extremely strong playoff run, um, and since there's nowhere really for him to go once it's over, he might as well go all the way. Like I said, he is the only Blue Jackets prospect that is still in play in the ohl um if he, they if he and sanya win this series they will face the winner of uh, the kitchen rangers and the london knights the knights are currently up to one in that series uh, they have got game uh, four tonight as well so it could be london taking a stranglehold on that series it could be kitchener catching up but it looks unless sanya completely falls apart i think it's a pretty good likelihood that they will be making it to the third round. Um, Saginaw played well against Flint. Uh, They ended up, I believe they had a 3-1 lead and then almost blew it, ended up winning game seven against Flint. So strange things happened, but I am willing to put uh, a non-zero amount of money down on Sarnia winning that series and uh, you know where I could put my money on this series? It's FanDuel. Let's talk about FanDuel. They are America's number one sports book. Uh, grand Slams, no hitters, double plays are back. Baseball is in full swing, and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. America's number one sports book. And right now, new customers can step up to the plate with a no sweat first bet of up to $1,000. Just go to fanduel.com slash locked on, sign up, place your first bet up to $1,000. And if you don't win, you get that money back in bonus bets. You could bet on baseball or you could do like me and uh, bet on major junior Canadian hockey and uh, see what see what happens. Um, I feel pretty good about signing chances. So don't miss your chance to get a no sweat first bet of up to $1,000 when you join Fanduel today. Just go to fanduel.com slash locked on to sign up. Once again, fanduel.com slash locked on to sign up. FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the Major League Baseball and also us, the Locked On Podcast Network. Welcome back to Locked On Blue Jackets. Thank you for making us your first listen every day. Every day is, stay tuned. There's going to be a second episode today where we are going to talk all about the Blue Jackets. No good, very bad, terrible, horrible season and uh, whether there were some bright spots in it. So stay tuned for that later today. But let's uh let's move on from the OHL and let's go over to the WHL. Uh, the Moose Jaw Warriors are tied in their series. Um they have both matechuk and Martin Rashavi on their uh, on their roster. One of those guys had a pretty good first round. The other one was okay, but I think could be better so uh let's let's take a look in on how they are doing um they took they lost game 1 against uh the Winnipeg ice they won game 2 uh, both games were 5-3 final scores which is very funny um let's talk about how uh how is doing he had one assist in the win against uh the ice and uh then in the loss to open the game or to open the series, excuse me, um, he did not feature on the score sheet. Martin Rashavi did, however, feature in that loss. He had one secondary assist. Um, so both players have showed up in the uh, in the game so far. I would like to see more from both of them. I would especially like to see more from Denta Matejok, who had 65 points in 63 games. Uh, In the regular season, he's got four points in six games so far in these playoffs, um, which is, frankly, I think he can do a lot, lot better. Um, He's currently sitting uh, all the way down 73rd in WHL playoff scoring. Um, He is being outscored by Martin, Martin Rashavi, who has seven points in six games, three goals, four assists. Rashavi had kind of a quieter regular season than Matej which is to be expected. Former seventh round pick of the Blue Jackets, uh, currently unsigned. But I would imagine he'll be signing his ELC off the back of this playoff run and going to uh, Cleveland next season. Seven points in six games so far in the playoffs, 33 and 47 games for Moose Jaw in the regular season. So they've kind of flip-flopped a little bit. Um, I'd like to see more out of both of them. I especially would like to see more out of Matejok. We've seen this season that he can be a real force of nature. Um, you know, he, I believe, was like, in terms of of scoring on the team, He if he didn't lead the team, I believe he went very, very close. Um, I've lost my... Uh, I have lost my list of there it is. Um he was fifth in uh scoring on this team. Uh he led all defensemen in Moose on Moose Jaw. Um, like I said, 65 points, 63 games, only eight goals, fifty-seven assists, which uh I believe led yeah, it did indeed lead the entire team, um, which is Pretty impressive when you consider, you know, guys like Braden Jaeger, who's going to be drafted this season. Uh, Jagger Verkus, who had 88 points in 66 games. Just a real blowout season from him. I'm looking for more from Matej Chuk in these playoffs. Um, There's still a lot of hockey to be played. Um, You know, a 1-1 series is not by any means over for either team. Uh, They've got game three tonight as well. So hopefully Moose Jaw can pull out the win, and uh, if they don't pull out the win, at least hopefully uh, Matejchuk can find his footing a little more. Because if Moose Jaw is going to be successful in the playoffs, they need Matejchuk to show up. You need your number one defenseman. You need your captain to show up, and he, yeah, okay, he's a plus five on this on the playoffs. Uh, excuse me, that's uh, that is incorrect. He was plus five. This season, Uh, the regular season, uh, he... Oh, no, he is. He is uh, plus five in the playoffs right now. So he's doing all of... It looks like he's starting to do the right things. He's just not showing up on the score sheet. I would like him to show up on the score sheet a little bit more. And uh, I have faith that he will do that. I don't know that I have as much faith in the Moose Jaw Warriors to go as far as I have faith in Sarnia Sting. But... We'll see. I've been wrong before. So um, we'll keep an eye on that series. We'll bring you updates later on. Um, in a minute, we are going over to the QMJHL, which might be the most exciting of the series is, um, just because of. I, I find the QMJHL exciting. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> um, so we're going to talk about James Malatesta and we're going to talk about Jordan DeMay. First, I've got to tell you all about Athletic Greens because. I've been taking Athletic Greens for over a year now. Um, they sent me a free sample, which is really cool. And I liked it so much, I've spent my own money on it, which I feel like is uh, speaks for itself. Um, I was tired all the time. I was getting sick all the time. Um, I wanted better gut health, more energy. I hated taking like 17 different pills every morning. And AG1 has fixed all of those problems for me. Uh, it's 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole-food-sourced superfoods, probiotic, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. It supports gut health, nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, aging. It's just one scoop in a cup of water. That's it. Uh, you can reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. You don't need a million different pills or supplements to look out for your health. And To make it even easier, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supported vitamin D and five free trial packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Once again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Okay, let's uh let's finish off. Let's talk about the QMJHL. There's two different series to talk about here. Um, one of which is uh the Quebec Ramparts versus the Ramouski Oceanique. Uh Quebec is up one. Uh, two nothing on uh, on Ramuski, excuse me. They won their first game six three and their second game five to one. Um, in terms of how uh, CBJ prospect James Malatesta is doing, uh, he had one assist in the first game, the five three, or excuse me, the six three win against uh, Ramuski, and in the second game, uh, he appeared on the score sheet. One, two. (laughs) He has scored two goals, including the game winner. Um, So first start of the game. You love to see it. Uh, James Malatesta is a player that... I think it's super underrated in terms of CBJ prospect. I know everyone's super excited about May who scored a bajillion points this season. They're excited about the defense. Uh, they're excited about, um, you know, Svozil and Juracek and Matejchuk. But don't sleep on Malatesta, guys. Uh, fifth round pick in 2021. He really only has one setting, and that is all. Um, he's got seven points in six games in the playoffs so far. He had 66 points in 55 games in the regular season, so he's about on pace-ish, I think. But I still feel like he has another level to get to. Um, three points in those two games so far. Like I say, um, Quebec is up to nothing on Ramouski. Makes sense. Quebec was the top seed in the uh, the opening round and they are the top seed again here in second round uh Rimouski is the fifth seed so probably makes sense that Quebec is up to nothing in this series game three is tonight and again I'm expecting Malatesta to uh show up big yet again um and honestly probably earn his uh His entry-level... Well, no, he's already signed his entry-level contract. Excuse me. He's going to earn his spot um, with the Monsters this season. Um, He turns 20 in May next month. So this is his fourth season with Quebec. Um, He is ready to go pro. Um, Will he succeed? I don't know. But if you look at how he's playing in these playoffs like he's been one of their best players i feel like and that feels to me like it's earned a shot at the AHL could he go down to the ECHL sure but i am uh, i would be very surprised if he did not get a real good long look at the AHL level yes he's a fifth round pick but He's he's a good player. He's second on the team, uh, excuse me, third on the team in scoring right now or tied for third with uh, Nathan Gauthier, a Ducks prospect. And I still think he has another gear. Um, so I'm super excited to see what Malatesta does. Likely, it. I, I still think that the, the finals is going to be Quebec versus Halifax. Like, I still feel in my heart that that is where this is going, which is going to be stressful for um, CPJ prospect fans, but also very exciting. I feel like that's going to be a really fun series. Um, so, Quebec up 2-0 on Ramuski. Again, a 2-0 lead doesn't mean anything at this point. You know, teams can flip like that, but Quebec won the first game 6-3 and won the second one 5-1. I feel like Ramouski is going to have to do some serious work to crawl back into this series. I fully expect Quebec to come out of this series um, in a little bit more of a surprising fashion. Um, Halifax and Moncton are tied at the minute. Uh, Moncton won their first game four to one. Halifax won their second game seven to one. So um, it sounds like Halifax figured out what they needed to do. Um, CBJ prospect, Jordan Demay did not feature in the four one loss um, on Friday. In the 7-1 victory on Saturday, uh, he did not score a goal. He uh, assisted on the third goal that they scored and the fifth goal. So two assists for um, Jordan DeMay so far this series. Uh, He is uh, 13th in league scoring, 10 points in six games. Two goals, eight assists. Again, I'd like to see some more goals from him, but... He's, uh, he's doing just fine. I am not worried about Jordan Demay. Um, like I said, 10 points, six games. Um, that's a slightly slower pace than his regular season pace, which he scored like like a two-point-something points-per-game pace. But I'll be really, really interested to see what he does if Halifax manages to to take this series. I'm not super worried about... Halifax, um, I think between Demay, between um Alexander Duche, between uh Josh Lawrence, Josh Lawrence has 16 points in six games for the Mooseheads. Uh Duchet has 12 in six, you know? So the fact that John DeMay is third in this team in scoring and still has 10 points in six games, I think speaks to how bonkers this team is. I know that having a lot of scoring on one line is not necessarily a path to success. Look at uh, the Regina Pats, who had the top three playoff scorers in the first round. of Bedard had 20 points in seven games, and they still and they still lost to Saskatoon. So it's not, you know, having three players that are above, that are almost on like a two-point-per-game pace is not a indication of anything. Um, they, in fact, have four players that are over a point in a game, a point and a half per game, um, if you add Zach Baldock in, um, the the Blues prospect. So, or excuse me, he plays for Quebec. I have I have misread that massively. My point remains though is that the scoring is high on this team, and we've seen that by the seven to one victory in game two. If they keep playing like that, then I think Monkston is going to struggle. But we've show, they've shown that Monkston can kind of stifle their scoring. You look at the first game, they scored one goal. They go from one goal to seven goals. Like, you'd like to think that something has been worked out. In between there, um, I think game three of this series is going to be extremely interesting. Um, and honestly, I feel like whoever wins this third game is going to go on and win the series. Do I have any logic behind that? No. Um, their game isn't until tomorrow. So uh, Wednesday is game three. Um, all the other relevant games for CBJ fans are tonight, so if you're looking for a hockey fix tomorrow and you don't want to watch the NHL playoffs, then check out Halifax-Moncton, because I feel like that's going to be a pivotal game for the playoffs over in the QMJHL and uh, that's kind of my my roundup of how all of the players are doing um we we'll, we're going to kind of do this periodically as the playoffs continue to roll on in the CHL because let's face it the blue jackets have not done anything um since their season finished beyond you know oh i don't know firing their head coach which is something we're going to talk about in uh, a later episode today and we'll talk about that in, in in just a second um but no playoffs for the blue jackets no playoffs for the monsters um their echl affiliate uh, I should find out actually what they are doing. Um, The Calabazoo Wings are uh, their ECHL affiliate. Um, They have not made the playoffs. I don't think they finished the season um, 29 and where is it? They were 29 and 37 this season in terms of wins and losses, uh, not great um extremely not uh not good enough for the um playoffs or the um what's it called? Oh, the kelly cup i believe is uh what it's called in the echl they are no i was correct um Kalamazoo did not make the playoffs. So my point here is I've got I've gotten massively off track. My point is no Blue Jackets playoffs, no Monsters playoffs, no ECHL affiliate playoffs. We might as well focus on the prospects that continue to play and uh, maybe check in on a couple of guys that could be Blue Jackets in the future. Um, but that's kind of all I've got for right now. Like I said yesterday, I'm going to try really hard to get kind of two episodes a day out for the next little while. I think there's a ton of content to be had, and so we're going to talk about... Um, the Blue Jackets season in review, Let's, we're going to do uh, the first part uh, later today, and then we'll do the part two tomorrow. Um, so we're going to focus mostly on the good parts of the season um, in uh, this afternoon's episode. And so if you want to come and listen to the much shorter list of what I liked about this season, uh, then we're going to be doing that later today. I've been Jay Foster. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at underscore jacket Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find the podcast at L-O underscore Blue Jackets. If you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at LockdownBlueJackets at gmail.com. Thank you for making this your first listen of the day every day. Lockdown Blue Jackets continues to be free and available on all podcast platforms. We are also over on YouTube. Hit like, hit subscribe. Uh, if you hit the little bell button below this video, you'll get notified when new episodes go live. Um, If you've already done all of that, I appreciate you. If you haven't done that, I still appreciate you, but would appreciate you more if you did those things. So uh, please feel free to do so. And uh, until tomorrow or until later today, make sure you stay locked on.